Hi, welcome to Leave Your Dream Podcast. My name is Selena Lee, and I'm a career and executive coach. I'm sharing inspirational stories from people who overcame rejections and failures to achieve their dreams. I hope these stories will inspire you to have the courage to pursue your own dreams and live a life doing what you love. You'll also hear about how I've transformed my own career from an investment banker and a corporate lawyer to becoming a coach, which I believe is my calling. You'll also learn the strategies I use to coach many professionals out of unfulfilling jobs and into careers they love. Welcome to the 50th episode of Leave Your Dream Podcast. Wow, I can't believe this is my 50th episode. I remember the day when I decided to start my podcast and I Googled how to start a podcast. Yeah, that's how I started. There were so many things I didn't know how to do, and I was especially scared of all the equipment, and I wasn't sure how I was going to figure everything out. But I didn't let what I don't know prevent me from just getting started, and you're now listening to my 50th episode. I am so thankful that you've been with me through this journey and supporting me. It really means a lot. When I started my podcast, I really didn't know who would listen, but I kept creating new episodes with the hope that somehow my stories will help some people. And I was so surprised when I saw that so many of you are listening from so many different countries around the world. I have listeners from over 100 countries around the world. In fact, it may actually be more than that now because it was a while ago when I checked the stats. So thank you so much for listening. And I really, really mean it. I know that you're giving me the most valuable thing that you have, which is your time. And there are so many different podcasts out there, and you have chosen to spend time with me. And I feel really blessed to have this opportunity to share my stories with you. And I promise to do my very best to keep creating new episodes that could help you in your journey to living your dreams. I also want to give a shout out to my audio engineer, Chris, who has been with me from the very beginning of this journey. Thank you, Chris, so much for being so supportive and patient. Even when I was doing things last minute and felt so rushed, I could always count on you and you worked your magic on every single episode. I really couldn't have done it without you, so thank you, thank you. Since this is my 50th episode, I thought it'd be fun to do something different, so I'm doing Ask Me Anything episode, and I want to thank you for sending me the questions and sharing your lessons learned from my podcast. Um, I want to first read you a message I got from a listener from Japan. Her name is Marie, and she shared with me her takeaways from my podcast. Whether it's through Selena's presence, podcast, or more recently her clubhouse room, you instantly know that Selena is not just the most kindest and non-judgmental person you have ever met, but she also has an incredible amount of wisdom into the human psyche and how she can fully harness that to support and encourage people to achieve their respective dreams and goals. Listening to Selena's podcast episodes has served to be a, both a relief and an incredible motivator for me. When I find myself procrastinating and beating myself over it, Selena's confession of also procrastinating makes me feel less alone. When I'm feeling dejected when that job application gets rejected, Selena's story of also being rejected during her process of writing her book and getting it published helps me to get over myself, stop feeling sorry for myself, and to move on to the next opportunity. 
Getting to know Selena's personal journey is also a testament to the fact that if we get relentlessly honest with ourselves and continue to work on the issues and blocks that come up for us, living a life true to your heart does not have to remain a distant dream. Personally, coming from an Asian background where failure and rejection is not exactly encouraged, a big overall takeaway from listening to Selena's podcast has made me realize that it's part of everyone's human experience to come across what we deem to be a negative thing in life. But the important thing is to bounce back and to use it to advance ourselves closer to our dreams. Wow. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Marie. I am speechless reading what you have shared with me and beyond grateful for you listening and sharing with me your thoughts. And I'm so happy and excited to know that my podcast has helped you in your journey to living your dreams. If you enjoy listening to my podcast or if it helped you in any way, I'd be so grateful if you can please tell your friends about it and also share on social media. I'm relying on you to help me grow my podcast so I can help more people through the stories I share. One big way you can help me is by writing me a review. I love reading your reviews and it means so much to me and it totally makes my day and it keeps me motivated to keep creating new episodes even on days when it's really hard to do so. I currently have uh, 84 reviews on Apple Podcasts, and I hope you can help me get to 100 reviews. That's my goal. So I would be really grateful if you can please write me a review on Apple Podcasts, or if you listen from an Android phone, you can leave a review on Podchaser. I'll include both links on the show notes for today's episode. You can see the show notes by opening up your podcast app and clicking on today's show notes, or you can go to selinalidacio for slash episode 50. That is C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E-D-A-C-I-O for slash episode 50. So I received a lot of questions for today's episode and I have selected a few to answer today. If I don't get to answer your question today, please know that I will consider them as topics for future episodes. So I hope you'll continue to check out the new episodes I create. Okay, let me read you the first question. How do you choose and set up so many wonderful people to interview on your podcast? I remember you talking about how you had to try many times to have Debbie Millman on your show. Is it usually like that? (laughs) So I don't have a set criteria for who I choose to interview on my podcast, but I invite people that I find to be inspiring. I read lots of books and listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm always looking for inspirational stories to share on my podcast. Sometimes I have to try many times to get an interview, like Debbie. I tried five times before she said yes, as I shared in episode 40. But many times I also get a yes right away, even from the people I didn't know at all before. I think it helps when I write a very personalized and thoughtful email sharing reasons why I want to interview them. And since now that I'm on the receiving end of these emails too, people reaching out to me to interview me for their podcast or inviting me to speak... And I'm much more likely to say yes if I find that they really like and support my work and share the reasons why they want to interview me and do it in a way that is really authentic. I once had someone who told me that if I look at the list of the people I've interviewed on my podcast and for my book and examine the common themes of these people, that will reflect a lot about me and my values. And I was like, wow, wow, that's so interesting. So I went and looked at the list of the people that I interviewed and I realized that all of them were somehow underdogs and succeeded against the odds. So I think it shows that I'm inspired by these stories. 
And like them, I also had to overcome a lot of obstacles in my life. And when I see people who are not defined by their circumstances and rose above failures and rejections and succeeded and use their success to humbly serve others, then I'm really inspired. Okay, next question. Knowing what you know now, is there anything you would have done differently in your past? So I had to think about this question for a while. I don't regret the decisions I have made in the past because I did the best I could with the information I had then. But if I knew then what I know now, there are some things that I would have done differently. Most importantly, I wouldn't have worried so much. I definitely am a warrior and I used to worry all the time since I was young, like if I don't get good grades, if I don't get into a good school, or if I don't get a good job, somehow I was going to turn out to be a failure in life. And I lived my life very much motivated by fear and it was really hard. So I wish I could go back to my younger self and tell her to stop worrying so much and to just relax and that everything will be okay. And that one grade on an exam is not going to determine my future. I also wish that I had started doing things that brings me joy much earlier in my life. Uh, When I was young, I only allowed myself to do things if I thought it was going to somehow help me to get into a better school or get a better job. And if you've been listening to my show for a while, um, you know that one of the turning points in my life was that um, was after I became a lawyer, I felt like I had done everything right, but my life just felt so wrong. I was working at a big law firm in New York City at the time, and Even though the paychecks and the fancy offices were nice, I couldn't help but feel that there had to be more to life than just getting a paycheck and living for the weekend. So for the first time in my life, I gave myself the permission to just do the things that brings me joy, even if it had nothing to do with my job. And this led me to writing my book, starting my community, Give One Dream, to help people pursue their dreams, starting my podcast, and all of these led me to working as a coach, which I believe is my calling. And I wish I had given myself the permission to do the things that brings me joy much earlier in my life. And if I had done that, I think that I would have had just much more fun experiences and maybe even have figured out my path a lot earlier too. Okay, next question. Starting from an investment banker to corporate lawyer and now career coach, have you had days when you felt stuck or felt as if you were on the wrong train of life? Can you share with us what you did during those periods to find yourself come out on the other side? For example, did you meet with a lot of people and ask for advice, read books, and listen to podcasts? Of course, I had many days when I felt stuck as I just talked about in my response to the previous question. I definitely felt like I was on the wrong train of life, heading towards a direction that I did not want to go. I remember feeling really down and it was really ironic because on the outside, Everything seemed to be going so well. I was working at a big law firm, getting a nice paycheck, and living in a nice apartment building, but I just felt like there wasn't much meaning because I was working really hard to make really rich people even richer. So I definitely didn't see my future there, but then what do I do next? How do I even figure out what my path is? I just felt really stuck and didn't know what to do because what I thought I had wanted and worked so hard for turned out to be not what I wanted. And I remember talking to my dad about it, and he said, I'll be supportive, but only you can get yourself out of this situation, so do whatever it takes. So in my desperate attempt to find what it is that I really want to do with my life, I started following my curiosities and started to pursue interests that I found to be fun and meaningful, even though they had nothing to do with my career. 
And as I shared before, for the first time in my life, I gave myself the permission to do the things that brought me joy, even though they weren't going to help me boost my resume to get the next job or get into a better school. And I remember hearing somewhere, when is the last time you've done something for the first time? And I just couldn't remember the last time I did anything different. I was always doing the same thing and meeting the same people at work, also had the same group of friends who were mostly all lawyers. And if you want your life to change, you need to either do something different or meet new people. So I created this goal of try something for the first time every week. It could be as small as eating something different at a restaurant or going to a new neighborhood I haven't been before or going to a show about a topic I know nothing about or going to an event where I didn't know anyone. Of course, this is all before the pandemic. And so basically, I just tried to do something that I normally wouldn't do or tried to put myself in a new and unfamiliar environments or even uncomfortable situations. And this helped me to learn more about myself and also helped me to get out of the autopilot. And because I was doing new things and trying new things, it was easier to get out of my head of all the negative self-talk and worry because I just had less time. And taking action actually makes you feel better. I think the worst thing to do when you feel stuck is to do nothing. The feeling of being stuck plus inaction just compounds all the anxiety and worry. And I also remember I made a deliberate attempt to meet new people outside of law, outside of my profession. I knew that I didn't want to be a lawyer for the rest of my life, but pretty much everybody around me at the time was a lawyer. And most lawyers are risk averse. And even though many of them weren't happy in their jobs, they also accepted as just fate that that's just how life is. And what do you expect? Of course, you're going to hit your job. Like that's why you get paid for it. But I refuse to live my life like that. So I try my very best to meet people outside of law. And around this time, I had an opportunity to host a talk show for a, a small cable television in New York City. And while I was hosting the show, I was fascinated by the people who I interviewed who love what they did. I remember um, interviewing this one entrepreneur, and he said something that I will never forget. He said, Selena, I love what I do so much, I cannot not do it. And that idea of loving what you do so much that not doing it is not an option, it was so different and new and almost shocking to me because I've never met anyone like that. And I realized it's possible to do what you love and get paid for it. And through the talk show, I also met many other people from different industries who love what they did. And I just felt like my life was expanded. So if you are feeling stuck or you want to make a career transition or you want your life to change somehow... Try to get out of your normal circle of friends or people you always talk to. I'm not saying abandon all your friends, but don't spend all your time with them. And try to build new relationships with people in an industry that you want to work for. Or if you don't know what that is, just meet people from different industries and different walks of life. I'm sure you've heard this saying that you are an average of five people you spend the most time with, right? So be mindful about who you spend your time with because how you think and act will be influenced by those people. So if you're stuck, try to do new things, meet new people, and take action to move yourself forward. It could be small things like reading a book about a topic you're interested in or listening to inspirational podcasts that gives you the motivation and encouragement. And I hope that you'll give yourself the permission to explore your curiosities and do the things that brings you joy even if it has nothing to do with your job or career right now. I want to share with you my favorite quote by the poet Rumi. As you start to walk on the way, 
the way appears. So I hope you'll keep walking, keep taking that step, and just trust the journey. Okay, next question. I personally try to remind myself to start before I'm ready. Whenever I feel fear and doubt creeping across my mind, what are your top three mindset elements that, in your opinion, creates a successful life? Great question. I think it's normal to feel the fear and doubt when we're starting something new. But what we need to not do is to let those emotions prevent us from just getting started. So many of us stand in our own way of living the life we want because fear stops us from taking action. So it's crucial to overcome our internal struggles, learn how to reframe our failures and rejections, and learn to be able to manage our inner negative voices. So here are my top three mindset elements that creates a successful life. The first one is the ability to overcome rejections and reframe them as the proof and the evidence that you're taking action and getting one step closer to your goals and dreams. I talked about this extensively in episode 48, the episode titled How to Turn No into Yes, where I share the stories of the rejections I got while writing my book. So I'm not going to go into all the details, but please listen to that episode if you haven't yet, because I talked all about how we can overcome rejections and not let our fear of getting our feelings hurt get in the way of going after what we want. It's actually one of the most popular episodes on my podcast. The second important mindset is being able to manage our inner negative voice and know that it is part of us, but not all of us. Everybody has inner negative voice, that voice that tells us that we're not good enough or that we can't do something. And what if it doesn't work out? What if I fail? That's our inner negative voice. We all have it, but how much power we give to it is entirely up to us. I have a whole podcast episode just about this topic, so if you want to listen to it, I'll have the link in today's show notes. It's episode 22, Second Step Towards Career Happiness, Overcome Internal Obstacles. I think this is really important, and it's actually part of my coaching framework called Love, which I designed and used to coach all my clients to figure out what they want and to transition out of unfulfilling jobs and into careers they love. So LOVE is an acronym, and L stands for Learn About Yourself. O is Overcome Internal Obstacles, which we just talked about. V is Visualize Your Success, and E is Explore and Take Action. I've talked about this coaching framework in my previous episodes too, so I'll have the link in today's show notes. And the third mindset that I think is important for success is the ability to tell yourself a positive story about yourself and your life, which then creates a positive relationship with yourself. I've had many opportunities to interview some very successful people in different industries for my podcast and for my book. And what I've learned is that the most important story of our life is a story we tell ourselves about our own lives. Because how we see ourselves and how we talk to ourselves and the relationship we have with ourselves determine all the success and happiness we will have in our life. So for example, the people I've interviewed who have achieved incredible amount of success didn't necessarily come from the privileged backgrounds or had the best education. And they had a lot of obstacles and failures in their lives, but they didn't let their circumstances define them or let any failure or rejections prevent them from getting back up and trying again. And they were able to interpret what happened to them into a positive story about resilience and strength, which then moved them forward. Okay, next question. 
I know that you mentioned procrastinating previously on your episode, but do you have any other aspects or habits about yourself that you want to change or working on to improve? <laughs> yes, I have many habits that I want to change, but one big thing is I tend to go to bed really late because I'm a night owl and I've been like this all my life. And I'm just so much more productive and creative at night. But a lot of times I was made to feel bad about this because I think our society tends to think that late sleepers are lazy, but that is not necessarily true. But I know that going to bed really late is not good for my health. So I've been trying to go to bed a bit earlier, but it's challenging because as many of you know, I'm actually in Korea right now, temporarily, and working U.S. hours, so it's really tough. I guess once I go back to New York City, it may be better, but I don't know how I can change this habit because I've been a night owl all my life. My mom even said that when I was a baby, I would stay up late and wanted to play and I wouldn't want to go to bed and had a really hard time waking up in the morning. So if you are a night owl like me and if you have any strategies that have helped you to go to bed a bit earlier, I would love to hear from you and learn what has helped you. Okay, next question. Will you write another book? Yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> My editor in Korea actually is waiting for me to write another book, but I haven't had a chance because I've just been so busy with everything. But yes, I will definitely write another book at some point. Uh, my dream is to publish more books in the future, both in Korean and also in English, and that book to be translated into another language other than Korean or English. So there I said it. <laughs> Now I have to go and make it happen. I think it would be so cool to know that my stories can be shared with the audiences who speak a different language than I do, and then I'll know that somehow I touched their lives or helped them in some way, even though we don't speak the same language. I think that would be so amazing. Okay, that's all the questions and answers I wanted to share with you today, and I want to let you know that this is the last episode of season three of my podcast. I'm going to take a short break to work on the episodes for the next season, and I promise I won't be gone for long. And in the meantime, I hope you'll check out some of my episodes you haven't had a chance to listen yet. And please let me know if there are people you want me to interview for the next season or topics you want me to talk about. And also, I'll be hosting rooms on Clubhouse every week. I've had uh, several fun conversations in the past few weeks. We talked about how to stop procrastinating, how to overcome rejections. And in the future, we'll also talk about other topics that will inspire you and help you to achieve your goals and dreams. I've been having weekly rooms on Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. And most likely, I think I'll keep that time every week. But If you follow me, you'll be the first to know when I schedule new rooms. So my ID on Clubhouse is Selena Lee, C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E. -E. I also created Live Your Dream Club on Clubhouse to create a community to support you in your journey to fulfilling careers and to achieve your dreams. So I hope you'll come and join me and I'll include the link to my Clubhouse profile in the show notes for today's episode. And you'll be able to see Live Your Dream Club at the bottom of my profile. And please let me know if you want an invitation to the Clubhouse and to Live Your Dream Club. You can see the show notes for today's episode by opening up your podcast app and clicking on today's show notes. Or you can go to selinali.co forward slash episode 50. That is C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E.co forward slash episode 50. If you're looking for guidance on how to find happiness and fulfillment in your career, I put together a guide to the three steps to finding true career fulfillment. 
In this guide, I share the three common themes of the people who have achieved incredible amount of success. And if you find what those three things are for you, I can guarantee that you'll not only have a successful career, but also a very fulfilling life. So if you want to check it out, you can download it by clicking on today's show notes on your podcast app or on my website, selinalee.co, that is C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E-E.co. And if you enjoy listening to my podcast or if it helped you in any way, I would be so grateful if you can please tell your friends about it and also write me a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser where you can write a review even from your Android phones. This is the best way you can help me to grow my podcast so more people can find out about it. I actually check several times a day to see if there's a new review. I know it's kind of funny and silly, but this is how I know you're listening and what I'm creating is actually helpful for you. So if you want to make my day, please write me a review on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser and I would be so grateful. If you have any questions about my one-on-one coaching or have any thoughts or questions about my podcast, you can reach out to me on my website, selinalee.co forward slash contact. That is C-E-L-I-N-A-L-E.co forward slash contact. Or just click on today's show notes on your podcast app and that will take you to my website. And please subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And I'll be back soon with the new season of my podcast. Thank you so much for listening.